Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, November 21st. As always, we're presented by D's Home Cuts. I am your host, Travis Karczewski, joined by Truman. How's it going? Johnny. Glad to be here. Back. Johnny, glad to be here. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show. Starting to show off hot. That's good. Uh, as like I said, as always, we're presented by D's Home Cuts. Uh, let's get into it. We have a big show for you today. We're going to have Bailey call in. Uh, Bailey McRitchie, our hockey expert, going to go ahead and give us a little bit of a breakdown of everything going on in the NHL right now. You know, we're not big NHL guys, but we're going to get into it. Uh, Bailey's going to help us break it down. Uh, like I said, he's going to call in a little bit later, about 20 more minutes, and we're going to give him a call. Uh, but before that, figured we squeeze in all of our NFL stuff. Before Bailey calls in, so we'll have time for him to do all he wants to talk about and give us a full breakdown. So we're going to go, like we usually do, on Thursdays. going to give a full Week 12 breakdown with predictions from each game and also do our touchdown challenge, guys, for the week. We're going to get the pictures out, actually, after this. We're recording this on Wednesday, and me and John are going to go take the pictures. As soon as this is done recording, we're going to go and take our pictures, and I'm wearing Penn State gear, and Johnny's wearing Ohio State gear, and we're going to take a picture. We'll post it on Twitter for you. So it should be out by the time you're listening. So check out our Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 1, 2 for that. Uh, speaking of which, though, let's go to Week 12. We have a big Thursday night game to talk about. Colts versus Texans in Houston. Texans are coming off of a little bit of a disappointing loss. Colts are coming off of a solid win. Jacoby Brissett's back into it. Uh, it's in Houston right now, but I still I like the Colts. They lost Marlon Mack to a broken hand. He should be back in a couple weeks, but right now he is not playing. So it's going to be up to Hines and I think his name is Jordan Williams. Going to be the running back there. So take, a, take that as you will. But I'm taking the Houston Texans in this game. I think they'll bounce back. Sean Watson's an MVP candidate. One of the best QBs in the league. So is Brissett. But I think Deshaun Watson has a little bit more talent around him, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm taking the Houston Texans in this game. It's in Houston? It's in Houston. I believe in the Colts. I think the Colts are the better or the deeper team, and I think the Colts are going to win the division. Um, I trust the Colts more, but I think Houston's going to win this game tomorrow night. Uh, it's in Houston, and they usually split, and it just seems like a game that Houston's going to win. So I'm picking the Texans. John? Yeah, I think Houston's going to bounce back this week. You know, they had a rough... Clean sweep. Had a rough week last week, you know, getting killed by the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Marlon Max, that's going to hurt a little bit for the Colts as well. I think um, so too. Obviously, Jacoby Brissett being back is huge for them, but I think the Texans will be able to overcome them. Let's see if we can get a clean sweep across the board here. Everybody picks the same team. It's going to be interesting. Let's go. Nice game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Falcons. At, in, in Atlanta, Falcons come off two impressive wins. Buccaneers are struggling. I hate the Falcons. Now you don't know who to pick with them. I'm taking the Falcons, and I'm riding the hot streak. I'm taking the Falcons, too. Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons, Exactly. There you go. Boom. Because now I hate this, because this is what we've been waiting for them to do all year. It's like, oh, they they have all these guys. Mm -hmm. Now they're, like, actually – and they're playing defense a little bit now. They're putting it together. So, yeah, it's about five weeks too late, but, Yeah. yeah. All right. Clean sweep so far. Broncos at Buffalo. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo in this game. Josh Allen's coming off of his career best game. It's in Buffalo. Broncos have to, you know, travel on the road here. They had a heartbreaking loss last week. Brandon Allen looked good. The first half, second half, he sort of struggled. 
Uh, they're still waiting on Philip Lindsay to get things going. You know, he's had some up and down weeks, but I'm still taking the Bills here. I think, you know, obviously John Brown's been doing his thing. That defense is legit, and Josh Allen is going to continue on his little hot streak he's been in. You know, he's gone, I think he's four or five straight games without an interception. So obviously he's growing, he's developing. So I'm taking Josh Allen and the Bills in this one. I'm taking the Bills. You just can't trust the Broncos right now um, because, you know, what they did against Minnesota, yeah, they look good, yeah, they look scrappy, but they just don't know how to close out games. I'm, allowed to, I'm allowed to now. Push-up. No, you know, it's every time. Five push-ups. All right. No, come on, dude. All right. Well, okay, so the Broncos. He's a snake. He's a snake. <laughs> the Broncos aren't just – they're just not a trustworthy team right now, um, but I think they're talented. I think they have a good defense. I think they have a good coach. But on the road in Buffalo against a pretty good Buffalo team, uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I don't really trust the Bills yet either, but the Bills are just the better team. Yeah, you know, Bills Mafia is going to be out. You're taking the Bills? I'm taking the Bills as well. We I go. think at home that gives them the edge. I bet it will be a really close game because both teams, I feel like, besides the Bills last week, both yeah. teams are like always in like a touchdown game, three points. So I think it will be close, but the Bills will be able to. All right, let's move on to the next game. Giants at Bears. In Chicago, Chicago's coming off a heartbreaking loss. Giants have been struggling. Saquon's had a rough time getting it going this season behind that offensive line. I'm taking the Bears in this game. I think the Bears have a good opportunity to get a win here. It's at home. Trubisky's been struggling, but I think this is sort of a get-right game for them, although I think that franchise is, is collapsing very quickly. This will be an ugly game, but I think the Bears will win. The Bears are going to win. They're the better team. They're more talented. Um... You know, yeah, the Giants have Saquon. Yeah, they have a nice piece in Golden Tate. Uh, yeah, they have some nice young pieces on the defense, but they're just not playing well right now. And I just think the Bears still have a dominant defense that's going to be able to rattle a young quarterback in Daniel Jones. And they have some pieces on the offense that can make some plays. I don't have an ounce of trust in Mitch Trubisky, but um, I do in the Bears against the Giants, so I'm going to take Chicago. John? Yeah, so I'm, t- I'm taking the Bears as well at home. I think that's going to give them the edge over that. And that's pretty much my only reason. I just think taking the Bears. I, th- I don't know. The Giants are just like you said. They can't get Saquon going really. He's been banged up, and they've been struggling. So I think the Bears' defense will be a little over. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's. All right, that's four straight games right now. We're clean sweep, by the way. Yeah. Make it fifth. Steelers at Bengals. I'm taking the Steelers here. Bengals. Steelers. Trash. Bengals. Yeah, trash. Steelers. Couple of things to know about them. Deontay Johnson practice. Today, which is huge, you know, he's bleeding out of his ear. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure if he Juju. was going to be going. Juju did not practice. He also has a knee injury, if you did not know that. Soft. Um, that's, but Tomlin said that is not something they're really as concerned of. Yeah. They're more concerned about the head injury. And also, Benny Snell's back. <clears throat> so, for all those fantasy football people, remember that name a couple Benny weeks. Benny Snell's the guy. Out. I'm just saying for, like, a nice little sleeper in the playoffs, him and J- Jalen Samuels. He's more the receiving guy, Samuels, and Snell will be the guy to get more of the uh-huh. de- like one through three downs. But well, I'm not sure how they're going to work him in this week because he's been out for a while. He had that knee injury. Um, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be close, honestly, with all the injuries they've had. And Divisional they, game too. Rudolph's got He's really got to pick it up. I mean, he's if had he, a very. This has been a very. If he struggles this week, what's the point? You want to start him the rest of the season, or was it? Let's see what so we that's have in the thing, if, you, if you switch to Duck. That's it. He's done. His confidence. Rudolph's out. Because I think that kills his confidence. So I don't know if you do that. Yeah. And I feel like if they haven't switched yet, they probably won't. You can't get much worse than what 
He did yeah. it on Thursday night. And he also, to remember, he's rookie quarterback. I'm not sticking out for him because he played terrible. That was a terrible game. But rookie quarterback on a Thursday night happens. Could be a tough one. But he's got to – no, he's got to get it going, though. Yeah. He can't play that. I mean, there that those last couple interceptions Definitely. to Schober, and I don't – I forget who – I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, I don't remember. There's a lot of things that went wrong. That was just a bad game. There was a fourth and one. He left Johnny Holton wide open, just completely missed him. Then – I don't know. He's got, he's got a lot of work on him. Yeah, he's got to pick it up, basically. Yeah, what he's got to really pick it up. All right, then what is that now? That's five straight games. Let's go for six. Dolphins at Browns. Browns have struggled at home this season. Uh, although they did win last week at home. Dolphins are, you know, they're, they've won two, they won two straight lost last week. Uh, they lost their running back, Mark Walton or whatever. He got, he's having so a big mess right now, beating up his pregnant girlfriend, all this stuff. So they cut him. Yeah, that's... So they're going to Balazs right now, who hasn't done anything this season. Yeah, he's annoying in France football. Yeah, I he, he's like a little sleeper. He's, everybody says he's a sleeper. And then he gets like one point a game, so you're like, oh, all right. He's trash. All right, so I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. All the dysfunction well. here, but still it's the Dolphins. Yeah, Browns it's the Browns. Browns. Browns should win this. I think it's, yeah, it's a pretty easy pick for me. Six straight so far. Keep it rolling here with Panthers at Saints. I'm Ooh. taking the Saints. Kyle Allen struggled very much last week. Uh, you know, Drew Brees does his thing. Michael, Tom- Michael Thomas has more catches this year. I think it's like than two or three receiving cores combined. Like I think it's like the Jets and like a couple others. He said he's had more catches. Probably the Steelers. Probably honestly. So I'm taking the St- the Saints in this game. Saints. Uh, that's a pretty easy pick. Um, the Saints are just a better team. The Panthers are inconsistent. They don't have a good run defense. Uh, yeah, the Saints had their, you know, weird loss uh, two weeks ago to the Falcons. I just don't see it happening here against the Panthers. Um, you know, but this would obviously be a season-changing win if you're the Panthers. You got to go beat and prove you can beat the some of the NFC's best. Uh, but this just looks like a Saints win to me. So I'm picking the Saints. Yeah, I just don't see the Panthers going into New Orleans and beating them. I just don't see it. I, I don't mean, see you look it. Look at Drew Brees. They need this game probably more than the Panthers now. I would pretty much say. That. Are they six? Say they're done, right? Panthers. What's their record now? Panthers. In the NFC, they're probably done. Panthers are five yeah, and five. Beating the NFC. So they're yeah. If they're in the AFC. Yeah, they'd be very well alive. But. I mean, they've dropped two straight, so we'll see what they can do here. But clean sweep so far. We're at seven. This going to be the game that trips us up, though. Raiders at Jets. Raiders are one. Have won three three straight. Meanwhile, the Jets have won two straight against pretty bad teams, granted, with the Jets. You know, the Raiders, they're coming along. That team is being built right now the way you want to build teams. Mike Mack and Gruden are doing fantastic jobs. I think you got to ride this hot streak with the Raiders, and you roll into there, and I think they beat the Jets on the road. Raiders traveling east out to New York. It's going to be a tough game. You know, I really like the Raiders. I think they're building their team really well. I like what you said about the Raiders. I love John Gruden. I like Mike Mayock. Um, but, but you know, people are really hyping them up after a 17-10 win against the Bengals at home. Uh, so I think this is a Jets win. I think this is the, the definition of a trap game. Uh, and so breaking, I think the Jets are talented. I love my Jets, and I am breaking the streak. I'm picking the Jets at home on Sunday. I'm taking the Jets as well. Oh, wow. So I broke the streak. So I don't really know why I'm taking it. It's almost like a gut thing. Because this kid's right here. The Jets have really given me – they've not given me, like, one game to show – oh, I guess they beat the Cowboys. They haven't really given me many 
many reasons to pick to them. Take them. There's yeah. like none for me, really. Yeah. But I just have a feeling. All right. I don't know why. And I also think this is like a very Raider-like loss. Yeah. I'm t- all right. I'm and they only beat the Bengals by seven last week. Which oh. I know it's NFL, but like. Still, yeah. I get that. Get better, but they, let's not say they like looked. They're getting there. I mean, I think. I'm saying that now the Steelers will probably lose now. And, uh, That's true. The Bengals. I can see it happening, but. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. No, they're going to win, though. All right. Jets are going to win this game, according to Johnny and Truman. Let's go to the next game. Lions at Redskins. Listen, I trust Haskins more than anything. I think Haskins is going to be a very good quarterback. But right now, the way this organization is set up, uh, I do not trust him in this game. With, you know, the whole field, the field's a piece of shit. And then the Lions, I mean, the Lions are struggling too. But I think Jeff Driscoll is actually a pretty decent quarterback in this league. I think he's pretty good. And I think he could go into Washington. I mean, there's not much of a home field advantage there. So I'm taking the uh, uh, Lions in this game. And meanwhile, you got the, the Redskins. I don't know if you guys saw this. They're starting safety. Got He brought a girl into the hospital last Saturday. She was overdosed. She died. She brought a dead body basically into a hospital. Somehow the Redskins didn't know about this, and he actually played in the game on Sunday, and now he's arrested. So it's just a dysfunctional franchise. They're, they're a mess. It's there's a mess. Like every week there's something going on with them. I don't get it. And I think the Lions are a mess too, can you, but I'm taking the Lions. Can you impeach an owner? Is that possible? I feel bad for no. Redskins fans. I don't know that how sucks. you can get rid of it. He just got to sell it, but he they won't do it. They should stop. I wouldn't go to the game. Just like, be done. They don't. It's like always empty. The Lions will win this game. The Redskins are a crap show right now. The Redskins do nothing well. Driscoll didn't look that bad last week. Yeah, I, like, I like Driscoll. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he played solid for the Bengals. He didn't do anything special. There's like, no. like you, in the game. you can hang your hat on these bad teams like having maybe something they do well. Like the Dolphins, they play tough. The Jets, they got Le'Veon Bell and some talent on offense. They got some talent on defense, too. The Bengals, eh, I guess maybe the, the Bengals, eh, I don't even know what to say good about you the Bengals. You could say they were Redskins? Program. I'm saying the Redskins don't do anything well. Honestly, okay. the... I mean, yeah, Terry McLaurin's a bright spot. Uh, but outside of that, they don't have a good offensive line. The quarterback play, whatever you want to say about Haskins, just hasn't been good. Darius Geis. Geis is ass. Yeah, one play. Their running back core, I guess you could, you could talk up Peterson, I guess. He's Kerrigan's good. good. Yeah, but they don't pa- rest the pasture very well at all. I mean, yeah, because he's the only guy who gets double teamed. So I just don't see anything I can say good about the Redskins, so I don't know why I would pick them, so I'm picking the Lions. Lions. I said Lions. Lions. All right, moving on. Seahawks at Eagles. Taking the Seahawks in this game. Uh, I think they'll go on the road, and I think they'll beat the Eagles. Seahawks are very good in my mind. Russ Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Carson Wentz, I still don't trust. Still don't trust the Eagles after last week's loss. I'm taking the uh, Seahawks in this game. I'm really torn on this. Pick it. I'm going to pick the Seahawks, but I think the Eagles could easily win this game. Yeah, I think this is a toss-up. This going to be a really good game. I didn't realize. Yeah, I what think. What time is this game at? 425. This is a must-win for the Eagles. Oh, no, this is a 1 o'clock. Right? And it's at home. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And um, it's a must-win for the Eagles, and it's at home. The Eagles are still a good team. They still have a good head coach. It's really a so must-win for both teams because that NFC, you got to yeah, win. Yeah, but... There's only two games. There's only two games at four o'clock this week. I'm picking Seattle. Well, they flex Steelers Browns out of that. Yeah. Like, no, they didn't they replace they it. Replace it? No. No, this week. Yeah. Oh, so the Steelers Browns. Steelers Browns are one. Yeah, that's not this it. week. Yeah. Oh no, that's next week. Yeah. 
I'm way off. Yeah, forget I. Yeah. I'm thinking more fun. Yeah. All right, let's pick move. Game. Pick game. Seahawks, Eagles. Seahawks. Seahawks. All right. Buttercourt. Well, yeah, Russell Wilson. I, I just, I really yeah. like Russell Wilson a lot. So, secondary's a little shaky there. Apparently, the receivers can't catch either on the Eagles. Yeah, so, Aguilar. A little shaky. Unlike Aguilar. He's been, he's been having a lot of struggles. Yeah, he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. a lot of fire right now, let's put it that way. Let's go to the classic matchup here of the Jaguars at Titans. This game, I feel like, is played every single week. It's easily mo- going to be the most boring game of the week, in my mind, at 4 o'clock here. The only game at 4.05. I'm taking the Jaguars in this game. I think they have more offensive firepower than the Titans. And I just don't like watching Titans play football. You're going to take the Titans. I know that you like Tannehill. I'm taking the Titans. Johnny? Jaguars, I think Foles is going to get settled in a little more. Get ready to go. Yep. All right, next game. Cowboys-Patriots, 425. This is a game where no matter who loses, America wins because we either get a Patriots loss or a Cowboys loss. So, I mean, that's good in my mind. I don't pick against the Patriots. I still think they're very good, and I just don't trust the Cowboys taking the Patriots. I will not pick the against the Patriots like Travis said. I think the Cowboys have the talent to beat the Patriots. Uh, but Jason Garrett versus Bill Belichick's not going to work out. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots as well. I wouldn't bet against them. You can say whatever you want about their offense, but I feel like that happens every year, and they always figure it out. So. Yeah. All right, moving on then. Let's talk a little Packers, 49ers. Taking the Packers. 49ers have a lot of injuries. Kittle didn't practice today. D4 didn't practice today. Emmanuel Sanders didn't practice today. And there's two or three more big-time guys that did not practice today. They have a lot of injuries right now. They're beat up. I think, yeah, Debo Samuel is on that list too. Uh, and Packers coming off a bye. All 53 Packer players on that roster practiced and are healthy. First time I've in my mind I've ever, since I've been watching the Packers, at week 12, all 53 players are healthy and practicing. They, that's insane, especially in the NFL nowadays. So I'm taking the Packers in this game coming off the bye week. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the Packers, too. I don't pick against the Packers just because that would be a sin to me. Um, but, I mean, it's going to be a tough football game. This is so crucial for the NFC and the Packers and the 49ers. I mean, this is really just going to be a telltale of who is leading that conference um, going into the later part of the season. Uh, the Packers have an easier schedule after this game than the 49ers do. Uh, but still, this game is so important um, in all ways. Uh, this is on prime time Sunday Night Football to show the world who the best team in the NFC is. You know, obviously with the Saints and Seahawks right there too. But uh, so this is just a crucial game for each team. Um, but like Travis said, the Packers are extremely healthy. I've been watching Not Packers football wood. since I was little, and I can't even remember the last time they were all healthy. Uh, like Travis said, knock on wood though, because God forbid something happens. Um, so that's just huge. The biggest thing is the offensive line. You know, you know. Are they going to be what they have been for eight of their ten games, which is great, looks like a top 5-0 line, or are they going to be like they were for their two losses and look like a bottom 5-0 line? Uh, they're healthy. They're coming off a bye. They have to look good. They have to be able to block that front for the 49ers that is first-round picks all over. If they do that, they give Aaron Rodgers time, give Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams creases, the Packers should win this game. So I think the big key for this game will be how the Packers stop the run. Yeah. So the 49ers get running be a long day, but I I think the Packers are going to win, actually. Okay. So, I think well, yeah, like that's so like think We won't let you pick against the Packers, so. Well, I would, but I just, they have, 49ers have a lot of injuries right now. Yeah. Packers are healthier, they have a better quarterback. I think they're going to 
pull it out. That's good stuff. All right, Monday night game, Ravens at Rams. I mean, it's hard to pick against the Ra- uh, Ravens, especially what they've been doing the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's it's unheard of. It's unprecedented the way their offense is set up. Greg Roman has done a fantastic job for the Ravens in setting up this team and Harbaugh too. I mean, they set this up perfectly. If you want a blueprint, like I said on the last show, for how you build a team around a certain quarterback and his play style, you look at the Ravens. From They went from a Joe Flacco white pocket passing guy to somebody with as much athleticism and skill as Lamar Jackson and you made it pretty much a seamless transition from the two and you built this team up perfectly you've gotten the right guys you've drafted well Ravens are going to win this game Rams are struggling in my mind yeah they won last week but it was an ugly win versus a bad team so I'm taking the Ravens in this game by a big margin Ravens uh, Ravens are the hottest team in the league and the Rams are a disappointing team right now uh, just it's the Ravens are gonna win this ball game. I feel like Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Kind of hurts me to take them, but they've been so good lately. I don't really see the Rams. I don't. I, the Rams just are very yeah. stale to watch, which is weird to say because last year they were insane. Yeah, I agree. Just, I don't You're picking Ravens. Yeah, unfortunately. All right, so I, I, we picked every game sweep except the Seahawks. No, we all picked the Seahawks, right? Yeah. So the Titans game and then the Jets-Raiders game. So every game is a clean sweep except that. Um, but we – so we could do – you want to call Bailey now and then we'll do touchdown challenge after. Let's do that. Let's make sure. So we're going to pause this real quick and then we'll call up Bailey and get you back on. We're going to talk a little hockey. We'll come back, do the after hockey, t- do the touchdown challenge, touch a little on basketball, and that will wrap up the show. So I'll be, we'll be right back. All right, we now welcome back on Bailey McRitchie, our NHL expert, our hockey guy. Uh, how's it going, Bailey? Uh, things are going good down here in Columbus at Ohio State. Yeah, how's your... Uh, how's your uh, for the big game on Saturday, so things are kind of crazy down here, just with all the media coverage. Yeah, how's, so, how'd your hockey game go the other night? <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. It didn't go too? <laughs> no, we, I, I was like... I was like the only good guy who showed up, so oh. I like literally played twenty eight minutes in a thirty eight game, thirty eight minute, thirty minute game. Yeah, wow. I know how that feels. Yeah, that's how floor Johnny hockey. Johnny is in our floor hockey game. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we're champions, by the way. Yeah, we are. Yeah, champions. I know. Yeah, that's listening. We are champions. Yeah, we lost. We lost in the semifinals, so I'm not Ooh, too mad about that. That's but. that's crushing, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little NHL hockey. Get your mind off of that. Um, so we, we're not all big, Johnny's a big hockey guy, me and Truman don't know much, so give us a little bit, you know, what's going on right now in the NHL, who are your most, who are the best teams right now, and then you tell us who are the worst teams right now. Alright. Or so, whatever, whatever you got for us. Yeah, so yeah. let's just start in the East, uh, right now the top team in the East is, uh, I mean, are the Washington Capitals, they're at 36 points right now in the season, best record in the NHL actually. Wow. Uh, yeah, Capitals, I mean, they're just keeping the same formula going that won them the cup back in 2018. Uh, Ovenskin's still insane. He's got like 15 goals on the year. Uh, and they have uh, a defenseman in John Carlson who has, I think, like 38, 38 points around there, uh, which he's the best defenseman in the league right now, points-wise, offensively speaking. Like, heads above the rest yeah. right now. He's just playing out of his mind. So they And then... Their goalie's just playing well, Brain Holtby. He's just real st- solid goaltender in net. Um, 
to the Boston Bruins. They're playing really well as well. Uh, I saw Patrice Bergeron, one of their better players, just went on the IR recently or just day-to-day. So that's not the best, but if yeah. they can get him healthy by the time postseason rolls around, he'll be good. And then David Toshinok, uh is probably they're one of the top offensive players right now, along with Brad Marchand. They're both leading the league up in points, yeah. top of the league in points. Um, kind of a couple surprises on leaders of the league right now, just in the East. Uh, the Florida Panthers, who haven't made the playoffs here for, I don't know, since I can remember, but uh, they're under a new coach, Joel Quenville, who is the coach of those Blackhawks teams that won the three Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. He's got the team in shape, and they have, of course, the uh, Jackets' old goaltender, Sergei Bobrovsky, who won, I think, two Vesnas, two best goalie awards with yeah. the Jackets. So. And he's not even playing that well right now, so... Uh, it's, they're really relying on uh, Jonathan Huberdeau uh, and Alexander Barkov, two really underrated players in the NHL who are really kind of stepping into their own this season, as well as key players in defense, it's Keith Yandel, who's an all-star last season, and uh, Aaron Ekblad. Yeah. And another, another big surprise just at the top of the East is the New York Islanders. They played really well last year, uh, but they're kind of just keeping it going, kind of seeming like defying logic. Uh I have a guy in Matt Barzell who's third, fourth year in the league, uh, who's kind of one of their big offensive productions, and uh, they just play solid hockey. Uh, a lot of people describe it as like just it's not fun to watch, but they play their system so well mm-hmm. that it's like it's just frustrating because they're not going to mess up. They're just going to wait for you to mess up. So those are just kind of some of the top teams uh, in the East right now. Yeah, I mean, the Islanders, they beat John's Penguins last night. Overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fun game watching Johnny watch. He was tracking that. And... Yeah, it wasn't. It was on, I don't have ESPN Plus, so. Yeah. Yeah. A note on the Penguins, I'm sure John knows this, uh, Crosby's out for about six weeks because he had to get surgery on a, what else is a there? sports hernia, I think. Uh, so they'll be down. Uh, Malkin's yeah. still out too, right? No, Malkin's, Malkin's in. Okay. Yeah, and the, the cool thing is is that when one of the two go down, like either one, if Crosby goes down, Malkin's production goes way up, and then if uh, Malkin goes down, Crosby production goes way up. So mm-hmm. if Malkin can handle the load here over the next month and a half, two months uh, with Crosby out, Penguins should be able to stay in contention and probably pull on to a 7-8 seat which the way, with the way things are looking right now. How are the Blue Jackets looking? Blue Jackets, it's they've rough. done better than what people would have maybe pegged them for at, so far. I mean, they're 8-8 they're eight and, eight and four, with four overtime losses, so obviously not great, but they're hanging around. Uh, they actually have just as many points as the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. Which is honestly really surprising considering how good the Lightning were last year. But I think the Lightning will turn it around at some point. Maybe they'll they can pull off a Blues. Not not they're not nowhere near as bad. Did the, as the Blue Blues Jackets were. break the Lightning? Is that what you're saying? Or what? Did they break the Lightning? You know they just can't figure it out now. There's yeah so no. Shocked. I think whereas last season, like when they ran to the Jacks in the playoffs, the Lightning never had any adversity going through the season really. And I think they're just kind of going through like growing pains right now, uh-huh. just kind of dealing with uh, maybe things that aren't going as well. I think by the time we get past the All-Star break, they'll have it into high gear and they'll be a real contender. Kind That's of some cool. big news that happened today. I just saw uh, Mike Babcock, the coach of the Maple Leafs, 
Yeah. Uh, one of, usually, Regard is one of like the best coaches in hockey. Uh, he won a he won a cup with uh, Detroit, I think, oh seven oh eight, and yeah. he's been the coach of the Maple Leafs these past four or five years or so. He was just fired today. Wow. Uh, what are the, how so, are the Maple the Maple Leafs off to a slow start then? Yeah, they are. They're really underperforming from yeah. where a lot of people thought they should be. Uh, they just I don't know. I feel like they have like no sandpaper, no no nothing tough about them. They're all flash, but like. Nothing solid is there to support them. Uh-huh. They're try- definitely trying to go towards the new NHL, which is all speed, all flash, all skill. Yeah. But it's definitely showing that you do need that solid defense uh, there to support you. I mean, they have guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, uh, even Tyson Berry, who's a defenseman, but a very offensively minded defenseman, uh, and, uh, along with uh, Morgan Riley. Yeah. They, they, they're just struggling to yeah. get solid defense. They're scoring. Uh, Matthews is at the top of the league in scoring. Uh, but then they also just lost Mitch Marner for a few weeks uh, with uh, a lower, I think it was a non-contact uh, lower leg injury, which can be kind of scary. Yeah, definitely. How about in the West? Who are the top teams over there in the West? Yeah, the West, uh, right now, uh, the Blues are at the top of the Central Division in the West, which mm. they're kind of just keeping it rolling uh, from last season. Uh, they really didn't lose too many uh, guys, uh, so they got their big core that's always been there, and so they're just kind of keeping it rolling from where they were as Cup champs. Uh, yeah. The big surprise in the West, who's one of the leaders, are the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, uh, I'm a big Oilers fan. Johnny, a big fan of Johnny Bobby just David. whispered to me, he said, wait for him to talk about the Oilers. Oh, yeah, wait for him to talk about the Oilers. <laughs> yeah, well, the Oilers are tearing it up this season. Um, yeah, just to give you perspective, uh, the two top point, uh, Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, both have 44 and 43 points, respectively. Yeah. Uh, the next closest player to in points is Brad Marchand, who is at 35, and Keep in mind that Tristan and McDavid are both on the same team. Yeah. So this offensive production that's coming from these two is just unprecedented. It's, it's actually insane how well they're doing. And then they also have another guy in James Neal who they got for trading uh, Milan Lucic from their team who's kind of just a tough guy and hasn't really been... He used to be kind of an offensive production back when he played for the Bruins, but really kind of like tapered, tapered off these past few years. But they traded him for James Neal, who was very good for Pittsburgh back... back Four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, but he's picked up with, I think, around 13, 14 goals, and he had seven goals all of last season. Wow. Uh, and yeah, when I was at the Jackets Oilers game earlier uh, last month, I, I, just, I just, just watching their power play, it's just so scary how good they are. I've been really. Uh, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who would you say right now? Is there any player that's like sort of stood out, like sort of surprised you? That's just like absolutely tearing it up right now. Um, outside of Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, uh, one of the one of the guys who's kind of gone under the radar here uh, is Elias Pettersson. Maybe you, probably most people haven't heard of him, but he's no. second year player. Uh, I think he's from Sweden, but he plays for uh, the Canucks, yeah, the Vancouver Canucks, and he is. Just amazing. Uh, the way he sees the ice, uh, he he can shoot, he can he can pass, he can he can do it all. And he's got uh, a great line mate in Brock Besser. Uh, 
who has a great shot, one of the top shots in the league. Uh, and yeah, the Canucks are kind of surprised too. A lot of people thought because they kind of have a lot of cap issues and a lot of like money that that aren't really going towards effective means. But uh, the Canucks have played really well uh, thus far in the season. Mm-hmm. Who would you say is there any like stars, like staples of the league that have just gotten off to a slow start or just been disappointing? Yeah, I would say probably one of the biggest disappointments would be the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Uh, they've they've always done well in the playoffs. Uh, they've made it to the playoffs at least the last four or five years. But whether it's the loss of their captain, Joe Pavelski, who uh, went to the uh, Dallas Stars, uh, or something, things just aren't clicking there. Uh, yeah. The, right now they're 10-11-1, uh, just not where they need to be. I think one of their big questions would be, in goal with their goalie Martin Jones, who's never really played as well as I think a starting goalie should, uh-huh. especially in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and then the Blackhawks, it just kind of like I mean, they're nine, eight, and four. I think right now they're probably out of a playoff spot. Uh, just from where they were back in 2015 when they won the cup, it's just been a slow progression as as Taze ages. As I mean, Kane's still producing at the top of the league. Uh, yeah, I think he, he's he's still. Still, probably top five, top ten player in the NHL. Wow. I mean, but yeah. it's just the rest of the Blackhawks are kind of aging. It's it's the end of a dynasty. It's the end of an era in the Blackhawks, and they are retooling. They have uh, they have younger guys and Alex DeBrinket and uh, Kirby Doc and a few other guys who who have shown uh, promise, but just haven't quite Hand reached out, the yeah. point where they were. Yeah. Was there anybody? What about? Give me a team I should watch for. What's a team that if I wanted to sit down and watch some NHL hockey, who would you suggest I turn on right now? It's it's tough. There's a lot of great teams out there. Yeah. Once they get fully healthy, it's uh, Colorado Avalanche, who yeah. are who are still at the top of the league. Uh, they're, they're they're great. Uh, they have yeah. guys like Nathan McKinnon, who is one of the fastest guys in the league, one of the top point getters in the league. Uh, uh, Miko Rantanen uh, and Gabriel Landeskog are both hurt right now, but when the, all those three guys are on the same line, it's I would hands down best line in the league. Hmm. Uh, the way that they can pass and move the puck, uh, the offense is just a lot of fun. And they have a guy uh, Zadorov who goes around and just hits people, and it's really fun to watch. Just him definitely blowing guys up. Uh, really physical hockey. Uh, uh, just another note on a surprise team. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes are also a big surprise team. Uh, they've been they've missed the playoffs here the past couple years, but uh, they've finally got their goaltender Darcy Kemper, who is one who is number one in uh, goals against and number two in save percentage. They've kind of been rallying behind him mm-hmm. in solid defense, as well as good uh, offense as well. Just the the Yotes out in the desert have been doing been doing really well. Doing as well. pretty well. All right, well, let's switch a little bit from hockey. Let's do a little college football. Like oh, I yes. said, I know you're in Ohio State right now. You go to Ohio State. You're going to the game Saturday? Oh, yes, sir. All right, we got Penn State fan Johnny Glad right here. You got a couple words yeah. for Johnny? I just got to say, like, Chase Young's back. He's <laughs> going to he's gonna go off. He's probably, I'm, I'm calling, like, at least two sacks. Oh, I mean, wow. <laughs> I, I, I like... When I watched the Minnesota Penn State game, there's like nothing like imposing about Penn, Penn State State's offense that like scared me. What do you say about that, John? I mean, I, 
I mean, KJ Hamler, if he, he should play, I mean, you know, he's pretty imposing, I would say. But, yeah. Yeah. Bill, are you scared of Penn State? I'm not scared of Penn State. Wow. Johnny Glad's shaking his head right now. <laughs> what do you got? You give, give us a score prediction for Saturday. Um, let's go mm, forty-two to twenty-seven. Okay, that's a solid score, I'd say. Well, Bailey, you know we appreciate you coming on. Like I said, every couple of weeks here, we like you to come on, kind of catch us up in hockey stuff we miss okay. out on. So we appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, 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 Bailey, we love you. Yeah, we love you, Bailey. Love you, Bailey. I love you guys, too. All right, we'll talk to you later, Bailey. Thanks again. Have a good one. All right, see ya. See ya. All right, so that was Bailey McRitchie. Like I said, we'd love to have him on the number one hockey expert in Medina. We've had Josh Gower on. We've had George on. But Bailey consistently provides us with that great content. You can't can't beat it. Uh, So let's move on now. Let's get back to our touchdown challenge. Then we'll do D's home cuts, talk about a little NBA, and we'll get get out of here. So touchdown challenge. We have had two weeks in a row where me and Johnny have lost. Truman's sitting here undefeated right now. We're both yeah. 0 2. Truman's 2 0. Let's kick it off. You go first. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. You go first. Deshaun Watson, Johnny's pick from last throwing. week. Uh, John, Deshaun Watson throwing touchdown. Uh, he plays Thursday night against the Colts. Johnny picked him last week, and he got an unfortunate, weird performance from Deshaun Watson. That's not going to happen twice. Deshaun Watson's going to throw a touchdown Thursday night against the Colts, and I'm going to go for a three P. John? Going Russell Wilson against the Eagles. Throwing? Throwing. All right. I swear if he's not throwing a touchdown. <laughs> John just picked probably the, you could argue, top three quarterbacks in the Safest. NFL. Safest. Yeah. Safest. yeah. Who's not doing it for me, so. All right. I'm taking Tom Brady with the Patriots. Brady, I mean, come on. They got, they got Michelle. They got all those little scat backs. But still, Brady consistently provides you know, those little throws, little scatter throws here and there. He's got to throw a touchdown. There's no way he doesn't. The Patriots will not win if Tom Brady does not throw a touchdown. So we got Watson throwing. Yep. We got Russell Wilson throwing. And we got Tom Brady throwing. That's probably arguably top six quarterbacks in the NFL right there, three of them. So if we go two of us lose again, something's up, some sort of bad luck right now. But, yeah, that's what we're going to take. Punishments will be figured out on Twitter in a couple of days here. I mean, we're slowly we're going to start running out of punishments here if me and Johnny keep losing like this. But uh, we'll figure it out. So that's our touchdown challenge for this week. I'll post that on Twitter so you, to remind you guys. Let's move on now. A little bit of basketball. But before that, I had to remind you guys about Dom and Dee's Home Cuts. Dee's Home Cuts is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a fantastic haircut at a low price. Truman, Johnny, and I have all gotten our haircut at these. Granted, it hasn't been a long time since we got a haircut at these because we've been in Ashland, so our hair is looking a little long. We've been we haven't gotten one cut during the first semester here. I mean, all of us got our last cut was in August, but it was great, and it was so great that now our hair is still holding up, even though it's been a long time. It's our his haircut was so great that we have you know been able to last this long in between cuts just because he's so great. So go ahead and check him out on his Instagram at these home cuts. Cheapest haircut around, only ten dollars, and these home cuts will provide you, like I said, the best absolute haircut you, you can, you'll ever have in your entire life, and for the cheapest price too. Check him out on Instagram at these home cuts. I promise you, he will treat 
every hair on your head like it's his own. He will give you a great cut. He'll tell you what kind of style you know you should work with if you're not sure. Go ahead and get a fresh cut. Like I said, holidays are coming up. You're going to want to look good for your family photos. Get those Instagram pictures up. So go ahead and check him out at Dee's Home Cuts on Instagram and send him a DM. Uh, let's move on now. A little bit of basketball. Uh, Carmelo Anthony played yesterday. He started for the Portland Trailblazers. Wore double zeros as he is trying to do the whole infinity sign now. It's the goal of his double zeros. It's an infinity because he's so great and the greatness just does not end. Started yesterday. Scored 10 points. Had two threes. Played about, I think, 28 to 30 minutes. I'm not really sure. Uh, and he played well, in my mind. I mean, he hasn't played in over 370 days. He hasn't had any NBA action. And then they sort of thrusted it into the starting lineup. And to score 10 points like that, it was pretty impressive. Do you agree? No. Why? He was a minus 20 when on the that's, court. See, that's funny. And the Blazers were plus 9 when he wasn't on the that's court. That's funny because everybody says, like, it's funny how as soon as Carmelo starts to struggle, everybody looks at plus minus. When's the last time you argued plus minus for a I player? I look at it a lot. Oh, do you big yeah. NBA guy? You look at that a lot? I just look at it in terms of if they have a plus next to their name, oh, shit, they're playing pretty good. If they have a minus next to their name, they're fucking shit. It's a horrible stat to look at. When you're... Plus, you got to give the man credit. You thrusted him into the lineup, and uh... oh, I'll, read it later. I'll read it later. You thrusted him into the lineup, and 375 days ago, he has not played an NBA game. He didn't even start last season for the Rockets. Now you start him in the lineup. It's going to take time for him to get used to going against actual NBA players versus going against his trainer you know, on the court uh, in his gym somewhere. So i got to give Melo credit. He came out here. He started. He released a video you know, about the whole process. He basically said, you know, Portland called me a couple days ago. Wasn't so sure where I wanted to go, but I knew Portland was a good option. And they wanted me to play. He actually said they wanted him to play that Thursday or that Friday. But he told them to just give him a second, let him sort of click back in mentally to basketball, you know, NBA, to, you know, that mindset that he needs. And he took his time and he signed with them. And now I think Portland's giving him more of an opportunity to be the player he is. You know, you saw it with, uh, you know, he was able to post up a couple guys, hit a couple good shots, the classic Carmelo shots, those mid-range twos, those deep ones. You saw that a little bit in that game. And he was a little nervous. Yeah, he had a couple shots where he, you know, overshot it a little bit, put too much on it. But that's expected when you haven't played in such a long time and you're nervous and you just want to get some shots up and you're eager to score, you know, some points just to prove yourself. But he did. Ten points in that game. You know, he had a couple rebounds. He had a block on, uh, I think it's Jackson Hayes. So I give Carmelo Anthony credit. Uh, he's my boy. And I'm super excited because the Blazers are coming to Cleveland on Saturday. And I have never seen Carmelo Anthony play live. But finally, this Saturday, I get the opportunity to go watch Carmelo Anthony play basketball live at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going with my dad. I'm going with my dad. It's just the two of us. And uh, definitely put some pictures on TNT Sports Talk, but it's going to be a fun time. Does uh, anybody else have any other NBA things you want to talk about? Well, we just wasted five minutes, and we can't talk about the Red Hot Bucks. But talk about it. Talk have, about it. we got time. Well, I mean, they're literally on fire right now, and Giannis is literally doing 30 and 16 every single night, which is normal. But because they haven't played on national television for, I think, a week and a half, People to kind of just let that fly under the radar. They play tomorrow or today. Continuously. They play today on uh, national. 
What? They play today on national TV. They haven't played on national I'm TV. I'm just saying, they are playing on national TV today. They haven't played on national TV in a week and a half, so people forget to talk about them. A week and a half, but they play today. Just, just like, yeah. They have not played yet. I'm That's just saying they play the today. That's the point I'm making. It's not like you're yes. si- it sounds like you're sounding like they, people disrespect No, I'm them. actually I'm trying to brag that they're on national TV a lot. So but We've made it sound like a week and a half is a long time in your eye. Well, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. Well, it sounded like that. <laughs> okay, well, we got it wrong. So you were making a but joke. It, no, but at the end of the day, the Bucks are 10-3 and three right now. They're on fire. They look like they're starting to hit on all cylinders. Um, so we'll see. Giannis, I, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I know LeBron's having a great season, but like Giannis right now statistically is looking like he could possibly go back-to-back. I know that's really hard to do. Um, but the Bucks are just looking amazing right now, and I couldn't be happier with the way they're going, and there is no slump after last year's dream season. Um, so keep talking about the Lakers and Carmelo Anthony, and the Bucks will just keep winning. I mean, the Celtics are better than the Bucks right now. Just keep, just keep winning. Just saying. And plus, if Giannis wins the MVP this year, it's not that impressive because there's no KD. Steph Curry's out for the season. Klay Thompson's like, all the stars are out. So it's not that impressive in my mind. Wouldn't you agree, Johnny? What you say? He said if Giannis wins MVP again, it's not impressive. Kevin no KD, no Steph, no Russell. <laughs> no I mean, no Clay Thompson. I'm not going to say that. It's very impressive. Anthony Davis hasn't played a lot due to injuries. Been a, Kawhi's been low management. Paul George has been hurt. That's Kawhi's choice, though. So. No Zion, all, all this stuff. Just move on because that's stupid. All right, that's stupid according to Truman. So. Let's move on now. That's the end of our show today. If you did hear in our our interview with Bailey, yes, we did. Our floor hockey team did win the championship, intramural championship here at Ashland. We took down the frats like we do, uh, and we kicked their ass, and that's what we do. So, Shout out to Kevin, too. He listens a lot. Kevin, yeah. Kevin scored. What did he score in the final game? He had three goals, didn't he? He had three goals the first game. I don't really – No, he had two won. second games. We won 3-2 in the second game. No, he had one because Spencer scored. Okay, yeah, so yeah, shout-out Kevin. Kevin was our all-star, our captain. Uh, so, yeah, our floor hockey team. We're champions. Two game winners? Johnny had two game-winning goals. Me and Truman played some solid defense. Shout-out Levi Jones. He has Levi's never been on the show, has he? He needs to get on the show. We can get Levi on the show. He's one of our friends here at Ashland. Shout-out to Levi. Uh, he was our brick wall in the goal. Um, and Brian Lippiot, of course, the enforcer. And Brian Lippiot, the enforcer. Yeah, if, he needs, if he needs someone to get well, if we're going to do that, then freaking Alex is an absolute monster on the board. Spencer's a speedster. Who am I missing? Nate, our boy Nate. Nate. Wally is a freaking enforcer. Uh, who else? Anybody else? I think, that, I think we got everybody. We got we to give everybody love. Cause that's give everybody love. That's our floor hockey team. We are the first. We are the first. No. Hockey. Did they play last year? They must play it last year. I don't know. But we are the champions of the 2018 2019 Floor Hockey Champions here at Ashland University. Just shout out us. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Good season. And now we're on to handball season. So, oh, I have basketball. Giants got his basketball championship Sunday, but you will not be playing in it. Well, we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give you an update on Tuesday on that. Uh, quick program. We only will do one episode on next week's show with Thanksgiving. We're just going to do Tuesday's episode because Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Gets a little chaotic with the you know break. Uh, so we're going to go one show next week and then we'll go two and then I think, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But that's it for our show today. We want to thank you to our sponsor, Dee's Home Cuts. Since the beginning, Dee's Home Cuts has always been there. So give him a shout out. Check him out on Instagram at Dee's Home Cuts 1 2. Speaking of Instagram, Truman, where's our Instagram at? Getting there. Get in there. What'd you do today to fix it? 
Instagram. He said he emailed Instagram. All right, well, I guess we'll get an email back in a couple of days here because uh, it's been almost – you know, a year and a half since we've had we've posted on our Instagram, so we're gonna get that going here soon now. And our Twitter, our Twitter is active though. That's our most active social media. TNT Sports Talk one two. That's our at. Or you just search TNT Sports Talk. Uh, follow us. We'll follow right back. Look at all of our tweets. We tweet about our shows, all this stuff, different stuff going on. All of our punishments, our touchdown challenge. Keep up with the interviews, all that stuff. Post. Send us DMs. We'll always respond back pretty quickly if you want to be a guest. If you have questions, comments, concerns, ideas for the show, what we can do good, what we can do better, what we're doing great. We love all that stuff. Send it in. Any feedback is good feedback, so send it in. Uh, and follow us on Spotify, iTunes. Every Tuesday, every Thursday, we're releasing episodes. Five stars, rate, reviews, and subscribe. And trust me, you will not want to miss a single show because we are moving with we're cooking with gas right now as they say you know with our show it's continuing to grow each and every single week so continue to follow along but that's it for our show today guys we thank you and tune in on tuesday go packers